0: The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line now to talk about a new documentary, uh, which is called Strong Women. It's going to be on the ABC on iView from the 1st of August is Karen Taylor from Belmont. Good morning. Hello, how are you? Good, thank you. So the sport that you're participating in, which is going to be featured on this documentary, is, um, well, it essentially involves lifting and moving outrageously heavy objects.
1: (laughs) Yes, it does. (laughs) They're um, they're mostly outrageous. (laughs) Um, So it's things like flipping cars and pulling trucks um, and lifting stones so um, as awkward and weird as you can imagine it, that's, that's what we
0: do. <laughs> how did you get into that?
1: Um, I got into it um, through a gym called Strong Geelong, um, and um, I got a coach there, Tyson Morrissey, and he said to me, you know, you're really strong for a girl. Um, would you be interested in doing um, some competitions? And, yeah, that's kind of how it all began for me.
0: So you were there just doing, what, regular workouts, and they said you may be interested in doing this?
1: Yeah, so I was there just doing, um, yeah, I was lifting, but mostly like squat, bench, deadlift. Um, that was all I'd really learned at that time. So I was just kind of repetitively doing that. And he said, yeah, would you be interested in doing Strong Woman? Uh, which opened me up to, yeah, a whole plethora of new lifts that I'd never even considered before, which just challenged me so much. And yeah, I just fell in love with it. I fell in love with having so many different things that I could learn and challenge myself
0: with. Can you talk to us about the journey that you've gone on? Because from what I can see, this documentary is talking about how uh, sports like this encourage women to build confidence, to participate in physical activity, to improve self-esteem. And I know there's some people in the documentary that have been through some tough times and have found mm-hmm. perhaps some support from that sport.
1: Yeah, I think um, so myself personally, my journey, uh, I actually grew up in South Africa and I lived in the UK for 10 years before coming to Australia and I, with all the moving and changing in my life, I had um, developed like quite severe body dysmorphia and I really had no self-esteem. I really didn't love myself very much and um, yeah, I... I kind of went – I started um, going to the gym with this idea that I was going to get a bikini body because in my head I thought that, you know, if I had um, the right body, then, like, that would be – you know, I would arrive, like I would be accepted and everything would make sense in my life. Um, and, yeah, I just found something so different um, to that where I actually stopped focusing on my body so much and I started focusing more on what my body was able to do and achieve. And it helped. It's honestly like I, I struggled with body dysmorphia from the age of 12 until I was about 30. And at 30 was when I finally was able to get past that um, that stress in my life of, yeah, hating myself.
0: <laughs> and how long ago did you take up this sport?
1: Um, so I took it up in uh, 2015. Um, and, yeah, I still kind of struggled a little bit with, um, with my view of myself um, at the start, mostly because when I was competing in weight, I was competing in different weight divisions. And so I hadn't quite found the balance between... Um, yeah, like eating healthily and obsessively eating healthily. So I had to kind of go through that journey um, with lifting and just yeah finding what worked um, the best for me. And I've just found now that, um, yeah, I'm more of an intuitive eater. Um, and, yeah, I just have a lot more relaxation around what I eat because I'm more focused on how much I can go and lift as opposed to um, trying to like watch everything that I put into my body.
0: So what does that look like? What's the difference between obsessively healthy eating versus what you said, healthy eating?
1: Um, I guess like obsessively healthy. Um, when I was, um, when I was in the peak of my competing time, I was, um, you know, monitoring every single thing that I put into my body. Um, I wasn't eating anything that I would classify, you know, that would be classified as opposed as like junk food. Um, I wouldn't, um, yeah, I, I would make sure that I was tracking all of my calories and my macros. Um, and yeah, like it was just, it was all I could think about. And like, if I went somewhere and forgot a meal, I would get really stressed about it. Um, and so, yeah, it was, it was quite unhealthy because I couldn't even go to a function or a party or a gathering with my friends, um, without obsessing about what I was going to be eating there.
0: And what do you eat nowadays? I mean how do you I suppose you still need to have a lot of energy coming into your body to be able to do these incredible things?
1: yeah, so nowadays I eat mostly like i still um, I still eat good things I guess like i still I still focus on making sure that I'm eating um, nutritiously so that I'm eating you know lots of, still lots of vegetables and um, good quality proteins and carbohydrates and fats and all that kind of thing. but um, it's more like i'll you know, chuck breakfast together and I'm overly stressed about whether it meets any kind of um, macro uh, target. So it's um, just a little bit less like I eat when I'm hungry, I stop when I'm full and, yeah, I sort of like changed it a little bit around that. So, um, yeah, I still, I just eat when I'm hungry and that, you know, gives me enough energy to get through my day and what I need to do and still, uh, you know, stay strong and um, also still allow me to like, Uh, be injury free as well because nutrients are like the base of what helps us to actually like grow muscle and not get injured. Mm. So yeah, that's, (laughs) that's kind of like what I focus on now. I'm just not as focused on um, it being the main focus in my day. Like I'm not focused so much on eating as I'm focused on living my life and, and lifting at the same time.
0: Going back to 2015, can you remember the first thing that you lifted that sort of really surprised you that you could do that?
1: Yeah. So, in 2015, um, my first competition I actually did in January of 2016. And um, the first thing that I picked up that I just thought was so incredible was the yoke frame. Um, and it's kind of like a big, it's almost like a big door frame that you carry on your back. Right. and you walk with it. And I remember, yeah, d- doing that. And um, I trained up to the competition time and on the day of the competition, I think I moved 160 kilos and I was just so like, I couldn't believe it. Like I was so ecstatic. I was, yeah, just um, moving that weight and not even dropping it was so, uh, so incredible. It was like really quite an achievement. Um, So, yeah, that was probably the first thing that I found was the the lift that really, um, really, yeah, probably, like, had my heart, I suppose.
0: (laughs) And what's the heaviest lift that you've done?
1: Uh, The heaviest lift that I've done with the yoke since then was 250 kilos, so I hold the record in Australia for um, the under 72 kilo women, and yeah, it still stands It's my record at 250 kilos carried.
0: And how is it measured in terms of who wins? Is it just lifting the heaviest thing, or is it about moving? What's it actually measured by?
1: So with the yoke, it would be like the yoke record is always 15 meters, so if you Go to break a record. You know that you have to carry that yoke for fifteen meters, um, and then yeah, I guess like if it's if somebody carries it and carries it the fifteen meters um, and does it quicker, then they would have the record. Um, but yeah, so it is timed and it is measured.
0: And what's next for you? Where do you go from here? Will you continue to work on lifting more and more and breaking those records?
1: Um, so for me, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm always. A strong woman is something that I'll always do, Um, but I actually have started my own gym in Geelong. Um, It's an all-female boutique studio, and I train other women um, in strong women now, and I run competitions for women who are coming into the sport. And so, yeah, it's been hard with COVID because we haven't really had much of a schedule with competitions, so we... Competitions keep getting moved and cancelled, so it's Mm. really hard to have something to train for. Um, So, yeah, my focus really recently has been more on my girls and training them and running competitions locally for them. Um, And, yeah, like, when comps do do come back, then I'll probably be looking at um, getting to Australia's strongest woman.
0: And just last of all, apparently the sport has had a growth uh, by about 500% since 2015. Why are more women embracing it today than what they were back then?
1: Honestly, I think... Uh, With social media, I think that the presence on social media has probably been really good for the sport because, um, you know, back in the day, most people would just go to the gym and kind of like do what. You know, I would say most women would go to a gym, um, you know, even thinking like 10 years ago, they would go to a gym, not really go into the weight section. That was more for the guys. The guys did that. Um, and girls were kind of afraid of women, well, women were afraid of going into the weight section because there was a stigma around it's going to make me bulky and big and too muscly and too masculine. Um, so they would avoid it. Whereas I think now with information that we have and the knowledge that we have and with social media, Um, debunking a lot of those theories Um, it's yeah brought a lot more women into the gym number one and then then they've started to see oh there's all these other cool things that I can do Um, and then brought them into yeah the sports of strong women powerlifting Um, it's been incredible yeah
0: well thanks so much for being on the program thanks for sharing your story and we'll be of course watching you on iview from the 1st of august but all the very best with it particularly in these tough covid times as you say
1: Yeah, thank you so much, and thank you for
0: having me on. No worries, my pleasure. Uh, Karen Taylor with us there from Belmont, who's uh, embraced this sport of essentially lifting heavy objects, outrageously heavy objects, and uh, it's changed her life, as she said, and now more and more people are getting on board with it. The documentary is called Strong Women, and it will be on the ABC's iView from the 1st of August. The Mitchell's Front Page podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank.